Yeah. This is boy Fitty. Welcome to the Cones and Dope Show. You heard the gay rumors. I'd like to address them. Uh. Many men. Yeah, like many, many men. So many men. I like so many men. So many, many men. So many, many men. Many, 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 many men. So many men. Uh, I like many men. So many manly men. Oh, many, I'm many men. I'ma stick you in my clip. Ha <laughs> ha, surprise. When I catch you with my gun. Between the eyes, it go bang. And I say cones and dope. Welcome to the show, you know. Before I blow, I'ma say no to the homos. But now I say yo, yo. Because I'm coming out the closet. I'm coming through your door. Every time I'm giving you some more When I unzip that fly And I flop it on the floor Yo The, the courage of that man After <laughs> After After being shot so many times To then come out And you know Be so honest and brave About his experiences And the fact that he did it On the Cones and Doe show I think is really It's really impressive So thank you Fiddy Cent Thanks Thanks Kurt Coming out the clouds of guns blazing You still here Fiddy? <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> It was a very brave. Yeah, sorry, fifth. Welcome, welcome to the Cones. <laughs> you have to plead the fifth, but uh, welcome to the Cones and Doe show. I guess this is one of a little bit of note because, well, we just obviously you just said that that just happened, and, <laughs> and second of all, uh, I suppose it's my birthday show because my birthday is in a few hours. Um, but we won't let that overshadow proceedings. And also, I believe it's almost been exactly a year since you and me got together and put these headphones on just to start this podcast. Uh, now there's quite a lot you guys probably haven't heard because i think the only way you can get them now is buying them with bitcoin on the dark web the pre-shows as we called them they got leaked but i think they're about 500 bitcoin each if you want to go check it out i've got nothing to do with it but uh yeah so this is a reflective journey about about doing that and also looking forward to the future sorry man i was gonna have the um the, the birthday whistles noise like on the radio for you and shit when you mentioned your birthday well why didn't you but it's not that kind of show it's not I it's ha- more about um Gay rights and yeah, it's more about gay rights and hip hop. Yeah, not like the vap- <laughs> the vapid stuff. Oh, I heard FM in like a taxi the other day, one of those Today FM shows. <laughs> remember when you did that? <laughs> and the chicks like, <laughs> like it is just almost the straight mania. It's like they're pumping nitrous into the fucking studio at those places. It's like they're squawking, mate. Yeah, squawking like fucking parrots. But you know, they rate and we don't. So hell yeah, hell yeah. I like this low rating bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I'll tell you what, it's well, we are sort of sort of outlaws, I guess, in that way. Like, there's been a lot of talk about cracking down on, on piracy recently in Australia. I've heard with Netflix tightening up its stuff and Torrance and all the rest. And, you know, you read these things about, about tightening down, but you're sort of like, whatever, until it comes home to you. Because I caught a ferry in here and I tried to fucking get, force my way into the captain's cabin and I couldn't get in there at all. So they're really cracking down on piracy. They'd reinforced the door and everything. <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh we still got the window open uh, it must have been an alright joke because there's been so many crickets here the last couple of nights and they didn't go off so Man, tumbleweed's not native to this climate is it what's that doing there? so they're they're approving oh you never like my joke I liked it it's just because I'm clean like Seinfeld yeah fully yeah totally no you got a big market to go for fuck maybe you should be on today FM or whatever yeah <laughs> no but they're not clean actually yeah I've edited these shows before. Fuck. Yeah. Are you doing a slow burn on me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm sort of clean and not funny. Seinfeld's clean and sort of <laughs> vaguely funny. That's my <laughs> shtick. It's clean and not funny sort of. Um, you know, I work with what I have. There's so much filth and smut around. These I don't things. know. That's kind of, I don't know. You're in Seinfeld's league to me. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Porsches? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's it. So that's the episode of the Cones and Dough Show. It's sort of sort of a, a special. All right. Good night. Good night. Cones and Dough five minute special. Um, well, do you have anything you'd like to talk about? Uh, speaking of the slow burn, mm-hmm. my my mate got me so bad yesterday, and I'm sure it was more of an organic thing, and he didn't mean it in the way that it came out, but he fucked me so bad that I was crying. I haven't had a good cry laughing for a while. Cool. Um, <laughs> My friend that I chill with, like, down local here all the time, mm-hmm. uh, I've always known that he's, like, he's had guitars in his room back when he was yeah. living at his parents' place and sure. all that kind of stuff and has dabbled on the guitar in front of me before and I always knew he had, like, the ability to, like, sort of write an original-sounding riff or, like, you know, just play yeah, a bit sure. of cool-sounding shit. Yeah. But it was always on a level that, you know, if you were reasonably good which I'm not really that good at guitar but like if you were quite good at guitar you might be like oh this guy's such a game play doing all these half notes and fucking shit up right mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's played like only like dabbles here and there like we'll play for like two or three minutes in front of me each time yeah for like 15 years right? yeah yeah <laughs> it's like and like, like occasionally lawyer. play something yeah. half all right but still sort of like oh this guy's sort of like yeah. kid level on guitar yeah. right the, lo- the lawyer in silicon valley he does the same thing and yeah. yesterday we're just chilling yeah. and like we've just been chilling for a while and maybe there was some luck involved on his part as well but like i believe he tells like he tells some pretty hard truths to me sometimes but that i just don't believe him for a while because he doesn't <laughs> prove it and shit but then sure. That sounds like a familiar feeling. We're just sitting there, and then he just starts playing the start of um, Stairway to Heaven perfectly. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck? And I just started pissing myself laughing and just <laughs> crying, like, oh my God, you <laughs> fucked me so bad, like, <laughs> pretending like you can't play guitar for 15 years and then just start playing this shit perfectly. It was fucking insane. I guess you kind of had to be there, but yeah, it's one it, of those... was, it was super intense. Like, <laughs> And then he almost started getting offended that I was laughing so hard, almost like... <laughs> I, like, I thought it was good no because like it was almost like yeah you didn't rate me anything and then and then after i sort of pointed it out like ah, and like called him on this fucking crazy thing then he started not playing as good again i'm like oh, oh. oh, 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 oh. yeah there's forces at there that at play here it was so fucked up yeah, it you was so fucked you don't up. want to interfere with those yeah. it was so fucked up it just started playing like well, you know. I'm like, what the fuck? But it was like, str- like p- perfect, like spot on. Nice. I'm going to say, that is fucked. <laughs> well, don't play saxophone for those of you who don't know. Hey. Uh, it's been a couple of li- years since I stuck that thing in my mouth. In fact, he was the original guy that uh, played sax on uh, Baker Street. <laughs> I think that was him. Back in the day. <laughs> on a kazoo when I was two. Yeah. You were playing kazoo when you were two? <laughs> oh, so I randomly saw uh, Star Wars Episode 7 just briefly again in not that high quality definition or anything right mm. um, but just to like to deal with it again because I'd like put it off for so long because I was like kind of sickened yeah <laughs> I guess I'm being a little mean there mm. uh, but yeah we've talked about that before um, and I couldn't figure out how the fuck G.G. G. Abrams made 
C-3PO the least homosexual character in that whole fucking movie. It was like, it was insane. I couldn't understand it. Like, by the end of it, when he was in it, it was like, oh, well, how to Like, it looks like I'm not the biggest faggot in this anymore. It was, it was just crazy. It was like, it, all, girls were being fags, like, you know. We're using it in that broad sense. Yeah. So there was girls being fags. There was, like, Stormtrooper main dudes that were being fags. Yeah. Even Han was being a bit of a fag. Yeah, he was being a massive fag. Chewie was a bit of a hairy fag. He was a bear, I guess. He was a bear. And then, um, yeah, C-3PO just busted out at the end and he was just like, oh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Even he knew it was a bit weird. Well, I think that's... That's indicative of stuff, right? You could, you could take <laughs> I did call him G.G. Abrams. Yeah, G.G. <laughs> but, you know, that's... G-squared. Yeah, that's progress, but... Uh, it is progress. Yeah. But it just means, like, I can't really dig that shit anymore. I'm going to have to read Star Wars books again or something. Well, it's for the kids originally, so... I put my own masculine twist in, in the universe while I'm reading it. While you're reading Star Wars books. Because, <laughs> let's face it, like, if that's happening to the movies, the books aren't going to be any different than new ones. No, well, probably not, but that's why you don't read books, right? <laughs> <laughs> this depressed old, lonely Star Wars misogynist, it's pretty cool. Well, George Orwell once said that at 50, every man has the face that he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> you can see my laugh lines, can't you? <laughs> uh, and my bit. anger stripes. Yeah, because you were talking earlier about um, <laughs> fucking like people like George Soros saying like they look like sort of they've seen Satan and stuff. Yeah. You can see that etched on their face and... They just sold like just, yeah. whatever shred of dignity they had and to just fuck everyone over. It made me think of Marlon Brando at the end of Apocalypse Now, like the horror, the horror, like, <laughs> like seeing that. So, so that's a nice thought for my birthday, I guess. Um, and you know, those movies just go to show you how old, old you are because I had no idea what the fuck was anyone was talking about the whole time. They're like fucking tattoo, I don't know. I couldn't even work out where it was. Were they from the CIA or what? I mean, oh fuck that Marlon Brando in that. Apocalypse Now as well was freestyling that shit. Sure was. Just like that guy at the start of the episode. That was pretty tight. Yeah, that was good. Almost equivalent to Marlon in talent, really. I didn't know that Fiddy could actually freestyle, but I guess now everyone knows and they know a bit more than they actually asked for in the first place. Totally. Yeah, they, they know a little bit. I would have liked to see Fiddy work with uh, Marlon Brando. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> they could make something cool together. Some fucking sweet energy drink or something. Yeah, but seriously, Fifth, jokes is jokes. Please don't get me shot and shit. <laughs> I listened to your shit. Yeah, no, he like he really likes you and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in return, I'll tell you a cool term that I heard, uh, and Fiddy can take this too because he can, he'll probably use this to sound cool on Twitter. Uh, it was like a audio radio sto- a story from PBS or something about installing roundabouts in Los Angeles. Oh, do go on. Yeah, exactly. I'm Michelle now here on NPR, that sort of shit. But this was from a while ago, and uh, yeah, they were getting roundabouts installed in Los Angeles, and we're used to them here. And uh, traffic circles, some people know them as, we know them as roundabouts. Uh, they weren't common there, and the city or Caltrans was installing some. And there were a lot of uproar from locals who, you know, weren't used to it, didn't understand it. And they played a little clip of, like, a, a mum with her kid there who really didn't like it with her young kid. And, like, yeah, we don't like it. What, what, what do we call them? What do we call them, honey? Like, to the kid? And, like, we call them blood circles. Roundabouts are called blood circles because she didn't like them, and I just that stuck with me. I'm like, how fucking crazy are you? Maybe someone she knows, like, or maybe a whole bunch of people in her family died in a roundabout no, crash. No, because there weren't any there. It's a blood circle. There weren't any there. It was just her, like, I don't know, probably watching too much 
daytime TV or something. But well, to accommodate her her fear of the blood circle, we should make it into a pentagram that you drive around. I've seen a few of those. <laughs> Five ways in Paddington. There's another one. Fuck, they are sort of no, but like an, a pentagram for the roundabout, and you got to drive around the whole thing. Yeah. And maybe like a um, goat skull in the middle. And if you get in the roundabout and you drive around 666 times, it summons Satan up through the middle of it. (laughs) One of my friends um, back in the day, Hmm. uh, Stunger, he used to have uh, 76 Salika. Nice. And we're only born like around the 80s and shit time. So it's like old school car when we were allowed to drive. That's pretty fresh. Um, and down at the blood circle, the local blood circle yep. down Darley Road here. Yeah. Uh, down at the bottom, he popped like, <laughs> he popped this ridiculous, it was an automatic as well, because it was so heavy and those old steel cars and shit and had quite a lot of torque, just popped this burnout and did um, donuts around the blood circle. Yeah. And did probably about three or four laps of it. And nice. then had cars stopped waiting to go in the roundabout <laughs> while he's doing donuts around the roundabout. Uh, it was a fucking good, huh? sweet jerk move. And on that same street, right, mm-hmm. this other guy that lived locally, I can't... I think his first name was the same as your um, your offstage name and all this all right. shit. Oh, there's a clue for um, the listeners, yeah. I think he... Yeah, another friend of mine, like uh, Ponchit, we, mm. we were walking down the same street, Darley, and <laughs> this guy was driving his car down the street. I can't remember what it was. It was sort of half between a hatchback and a station wagon. Sounds bad. And it was like bright red. And he's like burning down the street, probably a slight bit over. Not heap speeding, but probably a little bit over. And then we're like, oh, and raise our arms to him because we recognized him because we'd been hanging out and recognized his car. And just like waved as he was going past. And instantly, like he hadn't slowed down yet, but as soon as he saw us, he pulled the handbrake on and it skidded over 90 degrees almost facing the wrong way across across double lines and he's like yeah and yells out there's like you and then just drives <laughs> off or whatever and like a car had to stop as well when he was like sideways in the middle of the street they're like uh what the fuck that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah we have fun with it when you're young and stuff you know right? oh, dude we got away with some fucking gnarly good ones yeah and then when you're older your problems in cars get a bit more complicated and i, I guess while we'll run the these car- fucking plastic toy cars the car- mate. yeah no mate bring the steel ones back but uh, <laughs> seeing as it's my birthday, and they say as you get older, you appreciate your Yeah, pop- happy birthday. I kind yeah. of ignored you. No, no, it's, ignored yeah, you it's, <laughs> it's all good. It's not till tomorrow. I'm just going to milk the fuck out of it. But uh, they say as you get older, you appreciate your parents more. And I just said, no, so- fuck your birthday. <laughs> I just had something that popped into my head that was like, because uh, I was thinking like, have you, I've never, even despite being very, you know, cash poor at times, like working the pizza jobs, but like taking money out of the float to pay for petrol and shit like that. Like driving around a lot, a lot of miles on the empty thing, you know, as you do as a young person and, uh, yeah, living check to check, yeah, li- <laughs> yeah, living, living pump to pump of the accelerator almost. Fuck. But, uh, uh, the only time that I'd ever been run tougher cash- than a single mum Cause you don't even have any kids and shit. Yeah. No, it'll work for me. I was at work. Fuck. <laughs> um, but the only time that's actually happened, run out of petrol, was I have a memory as, as a child going down. We'd just left for a holiday in Victoria and uh, we got on the Hume Highway type thing. And my mum, before we'd said, has like, like oh, um, should we get a bit of petrol and stuff? My dad's like, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And, um, you know, so we get in the highway, keep going. She's like, oh, there's an exit up here to get one. He's like, oh, it'll be like, we'll be right till the next one. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Went on for a bit. Oh, um, I've heard that shit before. Yeah, ran out of petrol and. I can't remember the exact details, but I don't remember at any point either my dad getting 
too kind of mad and I don't remember my mum being all like I told you so so the fact that there isn't like a traumatic argument memory there from that happening that's pretty that's pretty good goes to show that they're good parents yeah it's a testament to them because you know there's so many options for sort of the inflammation of passions when it's like that <laughs> because like the you know because it would be like oh well it was it, it was the driver's fault for not getting petrol it happened um, in the 80s for me in the car with my mm-hmm. granddad mm-hmm. and grandma mm-hmm. and the same kind of thing happened, but I think the end result was um, my grandma kind of being like, oh, I told you, I told you, and all this shit, and then my my granddad being like, ah, like fully didn't think it was that, and then it was totally that, and it was like empty right in front of your face yeah. and all this shit. See, that's when, but yeah. it was it was classically comical, and I never felt like it was this like angry or threatening situation. It just seemed like normal. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Maybe I'm over dramatizing it. I was an only child. <laughs> No, but I, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm just trying to rationalise why I didn't really get up, upset at that shit because it just seemed, it seemed kind of funny. I think it's because my grandma made it funny. Yeah, and then um, my my granddad got the shit, so it was kind of like <laughs> funny because we we're all laughing at granddad for being stupid. Poor granddad. <laughs> Poor granddad. Is that why he killed himself? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, dude. Damn, son. That's pretty bad, but um. Well, yeah, I guess while we're on the topic of highway antics, this was at the same place. In um, not with not with my parents and stuff, but we've had a little segment over the past. Oh, you know, we've done it before, where you know we haven't called it this. I just came up with a name, but I'm going to call it what What was up with that? And for instance, we had the bike guy dressed as a cyclist, looking barefoot, rummaging through the gutter. We had the guy drinking water out the kind of gutter. There's a few gutters there, but there's another one that I remembered, and I'd like your opinion on it because I just can't rationalise it. Is it? Uh, one morning earlier, I was leaving with a few other friends, M-Bomb and uh, Miss, Mrs. Titty and stuff, and we were going down uh, south for a little getaway during winter, and we left about four four o'clock in the morning, and we, we probably had a little bit to smoke as well, I believe, uh, but somewhere around, like, Campbelltown, we were cruising along, and it's still dark, and going pretty fast, not many other cars about, when all of a sudden, this tiny little hatchback comes roaring past us at about 150 kilometers an hour. The entire cabin filled with smoke and smoke coming out the back of it like this giant rolling kind of smoke car or whatever <laughs> burning along showing no signs of wanting to pull over just fucking accelerating faster just burning down in the right hand lane so much smoke you couldn't have seen anything inside I don't mean like Cheech and Chong I mean like fire smoke fire <laughs> filling the entire inside and out the back trailing it what was going on there? maybe if any of our listeners have any idea you can email it to us he might have bought one of those um attachments for your cigarette lighter in the car where you can plug shit in and he probably had like a um meat smoker in there <laughs> george foreman grill and shit yeah. like gotta get this meat home for christmas <laughs> fuck he had to drive another six months then i think because we're in the middle of winter that or he um was you know smoking his meth through like a broken piece of a beer bottle like the neck, you know, trying yeah. to do it like this pipe, spills it on the dashboard, mm-hmm. and then like the meth gets onto the dashboard, mm-hmm. sort of goes a bit hard and shit, and he's like, fuck, I don't want to waste it. So he starts trying while he's driving to light the dashboard meth on fire without yeah. singeing the dashboard too much, but then it just sort of it all catches fire. Yeah, we've all been there. Don't leave your street director out there. It mm. goes right up. And buy a real fucking crack pipe if you're going to smoke meth while you're driving. Yeah, I've read an article saying they sell them at servos in Western Sydney, so 
Oh, 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 the thing with the fake rose, fucking um, it's like a little vase for the flowers yeah. you buy at the surface. Yeah, you buy them at Speedway, <laughs> I think. <laughs> it's pretty little vase or vase. Yeah, exactly. What are you supposed to say? Vase. I don't vase. think what's it, a vase. Um, it depends how classy you are, I suppose. Vase or vase? Vase or vase? But we got signs around our area saying uh, "Dobinadil," and it's specifically sort of they mention ice in it and stuff, but. <laughs> I've just been dobbing in all the fucking weed dealers I know. Uh, For having two shit weed. No, just to get them off the streets from around me. I don't need oh, that. fucking dog. Just cunt. the street ones. But um. Oh, you low life piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, there was another fucking sign I saw as well. I know I am a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, but it's hanging said, out with William Randolph Hearst and these types of motherfuckers. Yeah, hanging out with Willie H. Uh, but there was a bit of graffiti, not even a graffiti stencil on the wall that said sort of in big impact font, "Real Australians say welcome." Right? And you're like, okay, fair enough. Like, I guess it's about refugees and stuff, but someone had crossed out, say welcome, and written, our Aboriginal. Real Australians are Aboriginal. So they'd written over the top of the progressive graffiti to make it this <laughs> Aboriginal pride thing. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fair. <laughs> so I'm going to go back overnight, cross it out, just put whites, and then go home. <laughs> you know, if it's up for grabs like that, fuck. Might even sticker it up. Yeah, keep them dumb. And fighting each other, mate. That's how you fucking get the gold. You just, you just make up this shit about how your gods want gold and we've all got to get it for them before they come back from Planet X, like the Sumerians and shit. And mm. you got to, like, hoard the gold for the aliens, bro. No, you have to. They're going to come back and fuck us all up. But I'm, I'm the one that spoke to the aliens, so, so the I'll hold the gold while we no. wait for the aliens to come back. And I'll sit in this big pyramid, like, for the aliens to come back and mm. shit. But bring gold. Bring gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's how shit still works today. They just made more words up. Yeah. And then in the legal system, they actually change the meaning of words and shit so that you think you're saying one thing and they actually say a whole bunch of other shit to you because you have to understand the law. Yeah. If you mumble the word not, I mean, you know, not guilty is so similar to guilty. <laughs> how many innocent men have been sent to the gallows because they Sorry, mumbled Sorry, I don't it? have any specific examples. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling trof. I'm telling truth. <laughs> Spitting truth. Spitting a bit of Donald. Uh, <laughs> a bit of Donald truth, huh? Um, <laughs> It'd be funny if um, Disney actually predicted Donald Trump with Donald Duck. How so? They both yeah. quack a lot? It seemed like the same guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be on the wall! Building walls is pretty racist. Hey, if building walls is racist, then aren't so many Mexicans racist considering how many of them work in the construction industry? Yeah, and that makes China the biggest racist in the world. You can see their racist wall from space. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> Fuck, so much double standards there. Fuck. Trump is so jealous of China. He's really just jealous of their wall. Oh, uh, maybe I'm getting into subconscious joke stealing shit here from that um last week tonight show. I think he might have already dissed uh, Trump and his wall a little bit, and I have seen it. Any jokes to do with walls and Trumps are fucking verbatim now. Yeah. Yeah. But fuck it. That guy's not that funny all the time, innit? Scathing political commentary of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll chop that bit out. It's fine. Yeah, there's a bit we might have to crack and chop out. No, it's cool. It'll make us look good. <laughs> Uh, did you hear about that uh, that that Twitter bot? 
Uh, Microsoft made a Twitter bot, right? Which was the persona of an online teenage girl and put uh, it up on Twitter. Did we, did we no, I don't, this I don't, show? I don't think we talked about it. No. Cut it out if I did. But it basically got everyone because it responded to users and everything. I did see it. And yeah. I, yeah, and I saw some tweets after a while that basically it was just saying stuff like, Hitler did nothing wrong. Like yeah. This was sort of what she said. They, so, they, explode, they exploited some weak programming some weak points from Microsoft. Yeah. Because all you had to do was write, repeat me. Yeah. And, and she did it. write whatever well, the fuck you want. They took it offline and like rejigged it and stuff and then had a second go with it a few days ago. And it basically just started constantly repeating that you should blow smoke in, uh, weed smoke in a cop's face. so the ai has a little bit of a way to go ai sounds like it is really pretty smart yeah because she sounds like a pretty cool chick maybe i was wrong with all that humanist shit last week we should just accept the robot overlords and hook me up yeah well yeah (laughs) we can just smoke cyber weed and you don't even have to buy anything cyber weed is that coming soon you reckon yeah by the time they can hook your neurons and shit into the um into the virtual reality so that you're experiencing all this shit it'll just be a it'll just be like a version of the um of the molecule for croc yeah which molecule is that thc whatever you know like maybe do it with a whole bunch of compounds and like because once you've broken it down to the point where you understand the human brain yeah you're obviously going to be able to understand some simple Plant, yeah. plant compound, right? Well, you, yeah, you should hope. So then you would just do it. the programming of having that compound in there synthetically, and then have it interact with your connection of your brain into this virtual reality world. It gives you it'll be cyber drugs. Cyber drugs are going to be real. But why not? I think people forget that when we talk about the singularity, is that we're us, not even going to get that no, chance. Yeah, yeah. Is that <laughs> us and your computer and your god and the actual weed molecules are just going to be all the same thing anyway. So everybody just chill out a little bit. Like you're going to be this weed machine. It guy. is just like trying to do a complicated matrix whenever you break this but before, shit down. Yeah. Before we got there, I did see this today, and we don't usually play videos, but I have to show Doe to sort of discuss it. So I'll just hold it there. You might be able to get some sound from it. So it's basically this Japanese virtual reality suit with his titties and shit and you know how I told you that I wanted to go on an Oculus Rift in Japan and the guy spent too long in it he had the same fucking face on him as this guy here does it's this <laughs> it's a crazy new face of being lost in the virtual reality world like <laughs> for anybody who wants to have a look at it it's, it's I mean it's too crazy <laughs> <laughs> it's called Goodbye Real World. I think if you type that in, you'll see it. It's kind of funny that, um, like, because of the design of that, it looks so structural. Like, you know, like, um, he's wearing a big white bodysuit with Oculus Rift type glasses. But the thing on. that he's wearing, like, the interaction device that you would fuck or whatever, uh-huh. looks quite like industrial and shit, right? Yeah, and it's. I think I've heard it somewhere as well, but it's because it's like it's le- less offensive to other people when it doesn't look like a, a human that yeah. you're fucking. So it's like it's like people would have less of a problem if you're at home fucking your little robot machine that looks like a robot machine mm. rather than you having one of those like real sex dolls yeah. with like a pussy that clinches and all this shit. Like, I don't know. Like, what's more offensive though? Like you fucking this crazy robot that's not even sexually attractive. That's almost more crazy. Well, I think it's it's about what it's used for. It's about the the software. Because then you're like the software. Yeah, yeah, the software. Like a gun, a gun is not inherently evil. It's, it has no moral agency. Sort so, because like, you're not sort seeing like a that robot, yeah. you're not seeing yourself fuck that robot, and you're imagining like this um 
this cyber being. This or, little dog or whatever, yeah. Or you're doing some trademarked porn star that rents herself out as a cyber whore. So if that happens, but if you do that and you hack in without paying, do you get done for copyright infringement or for rape? Cyber rape. <laughs> oh, There's going to be some good Lauren Odd SVU episodes coming up, I'll tell you that. It's going to be cool because like... They're we gonna, can't like, touch him, he did it in cyberspace. Like, and cops actually coming like GTA in your game and trying to kill your avatar and all this shit because you're doing too much cyber raping. It's going to be like... GTA is going to be like the representation of like the... um the the place that you go into like the hub for getting into virtual reality space just that normal hub would just turn into this fucking shit fight where people are just raping each other's avatars and killing each other off and shit well that's like second life and stuff right i don't know exactly what happened yeah yeah. people i don't know if people are still in there but you know there's gonna be some kind of second life vr shit yeah there's gonna be some sort of a cyber reckoning or whatever That's why we got to find all these crazy college laws because then if that becomes a thing, you're like actually going to go to jail for proper rape when you're doing like metaphysical rapes on people's psycholo- psychology and shit. I like how you call them college laws and shit, even when they're in our like real society. It's like the fucking college laws. No, it's like, sort of true. I know what you, you mean. You know, like the kangaroo court college laws where like mm. where they hold male students to a standard now in those situations where the girl can retroactively be raped because she was drunk and shit like that and then your whole fucking life is ruined over this thing that potentially isn't really classically something you would brand as a rape. Yeah, like maybe. statistics get skewed in those things because that's one of the things that pisses a lot of people off in that situation and I know it's like a, it's like a, uh, a sh- shitty thing to talk about but the statistic of one in four people being raped in colleges in America is complete bullshit, right? Like, it's complete bullshit. People mm. get raped like that in the Congo. You're fucking racist. Not in, yeah, but you know what I mean? In some so war-torn racist. place where war is a, where rape is a weapon and all this shit. Mm. That's, how, that's how often they get raped. Those stats are including people that are being, like, catcalled and shit like that. They've, they've broadened the range of rape so high that they can justify saying that one in four people get raped on American college yeah. campuses. That's don't, insane. Well, don't go to college then. That's, yeah, but it's obviously just insane tweaking of statistics to suit your fucking narrative which is all anything is but yeah that's everything they say the people running the show in american colleges and at some australian colleges and shit now or universities you know yeah i like how you did the australian thing in the american voice but uh, (laughs) um well i mean you know this is why this is where this sort of it's fucking bad but don't lie about it to get your point across because it just makes everyone angry at you yeah and so if you don't want to wear hijabs then this is going to happen so, for fuck's sake, stop being so goddamn Islamophobic. <laughs> That's really it. And don't go to fucking college. It's fucking bullshit anyway. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Um, this might go into, you know, while we're on it. But it, I got a bit of feet. That's, that's almost like, it's fucked up that Islamophobic thing as well. Because it's almost is- Islamo- <laughs> Islamophobia is almost just an Islamophobic term. Yeah. It's yeah. super fucked up. Mm. Because, like, no one was ever implying that every Muslim was all fucked up, but then mm. these terms get thrown mm. around and it makes it makes everyone have to generalise. Mm. Yeah. And then people start generalising about people they wouldn't have done before because the media is telling you how to do it. So yeah, like, I mean, it's all fucked up. I mean, homophobic was just something from the 70s made up by a kind of, like, a psychologist and fucking Trotsky invented <laughs> ra- racism in the 1920s. <laughs> 
so so you know whatever but it's what, true to a certain degree though while we jump around topics i guess and this, <laughs> this leads to because we've had a bit of negative feedback about this and this and that right so i want to address you know i've, I've had a couple <laughs> of people talk about the structure and stuff of the show and uh for instance uh this is robbie collin in the telegraph he says no major podcast in years has been this incoherently structured the seemingly uninterested in telling a story with clarity or purpose it grumbles along for whatever, linking from topic to topic until to shatteringly jarring conversations happen and the whole thing crunches to a halt. Like, okay. And then David Edelstein, New York Magazine, he says that Cones and Doe Show is a podcasting disgrace. It has maybe six opening subjects and jumps so incessantly from subplot to subplot that a script doctor would diagnose a modern infection, disjunctivitis. Wall Street Journal just says it's the Incredibles without the fun. So it's having its desired effect then. <laughs> So this is what this I mean. is the kind of show that's not for them though, because like this mm. is the kind of show that's telling the generations that are going to be in charge of the world soon about how these old motherfuckers are going to die because they're not figuring out science quick enough mm. to keep themselves alive and kill all of us, right? Uh, sounds so, like wishful thinking. Yeah, but you know, like it, once the queen's one hundred and thirty or one hundred and forty or some shit, sure. then we can start to be worried. But reptiles live quite a long time, right? Yeah. <laughs> But at the moment, they're just, they are peeking around a bit over 100 and shit like that. They do get good healthcare when they're super elite. But at the same time, they're all going to die real soon. And then this new generation of people that have access to the internet. But these are internet critics. These guys are like only 10 years older than us. Yeah, but they can barely click on the mouse properly and shit. Yeah, like arthritis. Oh. Yeah, they've, they've got that fucking setting on with the magnified mode and shit. So yeah. your computer's not using resolution properly and shit. And they can't deal with the modern mode of conversation, I don't think. You know? Shit's all fucked up. Yeah, they're, they're hearkening back to their, their liberal boomer ideas. And, you know, the world's not like that anymore. And, like, fuck, I don't write into your shitty newspaper with my opinions. So. I have done that before. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, fuck it, those newspapers are dying. And in its place, we, we'll have... So, pod- thank you for your comments, because, like I said, we're obviously achieving the goal. Yeah, so everybody who's criticized the show, um, you know, take it on board. We'll, yeah, keep, yeah. we'll keep doing what we're doing, I guess. Um, you know Wendy Deng? Wendy Deng? Wendy Deng. It sounds familiar. A little Guangzhou factory girl who uh, was quite ambitious and eventually got her way up to marrying uh, Rupert Murdoch, which is the Chinese one who married him. Uh, Did then, they end up splitting yes, up? Yes, they split up. Yeah. Um, I read some pretty convincing arguments saying that it was because of her affair with Tony Blair, right? <laughs> who Murdoch, who is the godfather to Murdoch's kids, <laughs> Murdoch's and her kids. Uh, so you're like, whoa, that's pretty hardcore. She comes from nothing. She gets this super powerful guy and... You know, like, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, I wouldn't want to be married to Murdoch either. You want to trade up a bit or whatever, you know? You're like, well, you're like, who can you go above above that? And you're like, I guess a prime minister and leader is pretty hardcore to do that. And uh, do you know who her new fling purportedly is? Like, where can you go upwards? Like, who else could she do? Apparently, she's been spotted holidaying with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm like, I'm yeah. coming <laughs> up. <laughs> So, so this is for the sisters, fucking, you know. Who's that? Who's that? My amazing breath. It's like Mace was on lean before it was cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, or he's just retarded. Exactly. So, um, yeah, out of those, I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably surrender myself to Putin, most of all. Yeah, that, fuck. I ain't saying she a gold digger. What's that crazy noise? She ain't going for broke, broke. 
Sorry, just a very loud supersonic jet. I think uh, Indonesia must have invaded finally. Uh, it's just one of those guys in the street revving their shit up. Fucking Indos. <laughs> you hear that, listeners? Revving it so hardcore. You said we were supposed to let asylum seekers into this country, huh? Well, now they're here with their big fucking... What are they? Those um, CRV fucking souped up Honda. CRVs. With Dro- a big bass subwoofer. Dropping their kids at school like that uh, fucking... <laughs> it's like that fucking right. Um, but, you know... But, you know... Okay. I'm sorry, that was hardcore. But, fuck. but you know, to, about what you said earlier, in defense of women and against asylum seekers, apparently in Nepal they still make their chicks go live in kind of like cattle sheds and shit during their periods. <laughs> I saw the other day, so... So, fair's fair, I think. And there was a picture, and it was pretty pretty hard to watch with her looking sadly out, like, you guys didn't even give me a radio or something in there. But if you had to be in a period... That hut, seems like more of an eco- economical problem than a cultural one. Um, if she had a nice hut to chill in... No, but imagine if... I imagine in Saudi Arabia, they just She'd have, probably like it better to get a chill on your own. Yeah, but in Saudi Arabia, they'd have, like, entire palaces for the women to go chill in during that period, you know? What do you mean? It's just because they're poor. I guess... It doesn't solve the problem, even if they got really rich. Do they really have, like, this place of worship or whatever where they go when they're um, on the moon cycle? No, it's not a place of worship. The men send them out to the kind of cattle hut. No, but the one that you were just saying then in Thailand. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that rich kind of Gulf oil Arabs or whatever are still excluding their women but putting them in giant big palaces because they've got money. So I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's about economics. Um, but Nepal, though. Nepal's poor as shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, how's it about that's what I'm saying it's just like it's like the economics of the situation if you're living in this shithole then your your living garage isn't going to be as good as someone in fucking fresh water but why the women because I mean over here it's the men that get exiled to the man cave or whatever yeah so, but their dicks don't bleed as often like they do it depends how much porn sometimes, they're looking at yeah. in the man cave I guess and yeah. sometimes you know um, you could get a, a snotty penis <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you, you know if your dick gets ill you might have to spend some time on the couch but it's a bit implicative when that shit happens you know yeah especially if the lady don't got no problems <laughs> like, oh, like oh it just it must have dipped in the toilet water again <laughs> keep catching gonorrhea at the local bathroom apparently during like World War 2 times up to like 70% of American GIs had gonorrhea some sort of venereal disease yeah, war makes you want to fuck. Yeah, the greatest generation indeed. You're scared for your life, you just want to fuck. Yeah, emergency sex, I believe it's called. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that being called. Uh, it was by some UN chick, actually. She wrote a book about it, but she may have just been like a horny chick. Um, Drop the spunk and run for your life. <laughs> I think that's where it came from. Dudes used to be heaps monogamous before those um, wars after the Second World War. And then after <laughs> that shit, it was just drop your spunk and run for your life. Drop your spunk and run for your life. And then it became like mainstream and oh, hipster and shit. To, to do all what? cool to do that shit. Yeah. Just hit it and run, you know? Yeah, but we don't think like that in the Combs and Dosho. Yeah. Um, We're all for steady, hypergamous relationships. Mm. Who do we blame for this? Can't blame the Japs because we beat them in the war. I wonder who was actually making the most money selling shit for the Vietnam War. Because that's, that's sort yeah. of the most obvious moneymaker war. Yeah, defense contractors and everything like that. Um, CIA probably made a shit ton. 
Yeah. yeah. So there's still it's some weird... Even, it's not even about making money for people at the CIA. It's about all the spying and shit. Yeah, but all that dope running in fucking Laos and shit. Yeah, well, you got to pay for this shit somehow, right? Yeah. But so it's more like you pay for it to, to fund the war. Yeah, but they're making, the war, they're making the bank. They're making bank. Yeah, but they're spending the bank to get more war. It's all yeah. about the war. Oh, yeah. you, reckon, you reckon their currency is war? Yeah. You're I think, don't know about that. You're thinking like a chick. They're not the ones that are out in the fucking battlefield, like, dodging bullets and shit. You know no. what I mean? It's like no, but it's like Kissinger. He's playing. He has a lot of power and stuff. He wasn't doing it for money. Has he been in the infantry? Uh, no, fuck no. He's yeah, Jewish. Fuck that cunt. Um, yeah, until he wasn't at all. No, his thing is going. That's down. what I mean. It's always some old cunt yeah. with a fucking George Soros face or a it's Rothschild about, yeah. fucking. You know, I'm dead on the inside. It's history. Like, like no, it's good. Send all your kids to war and get blown up because it, somehow the gold goes back to the aliens. It's about history and legacy. <laughs> I, read, I read about Napoleon recently, and he's a good example of you know the great man version of history or this and that and. He just kept invading countries after there was no point. He could have left France the greatest fucking power since the Roman Empire and been fine. But instead he's like, no, we're going to go to Russia. And it's it's all about the power. It wasn't good about, about money. Yeah, but the CIA basically has a lot of trickle-down Nazis and shit, right? <laughs> well, I do take your point away. because like Operation Paperclip. I read the other day that this is an interesting development is that, you know, in America there's areas of wealth in various places. Uh, you know, in the New York area, California and stuff, but around metropolitan Washington, D.C. has become massively up the list. Like something like seven of the ten richest counties in America now are those that surround D.C. in Washington, in Maryland and Virginia. It's where Stan lives in the episode of, uh, in American Dad, as you might know. And, yeah, I take your point because part of the reason for that is just because of federal money, a lot of it on defense and security infrastructure, but, you know, educational stuff and, you know, administrative They're flying stuff. the most expensive remote-controlled toys ever known to mankind out of their fucking... Mm. Out of their lounge rooms, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, Woo! and in the White House, they have... They're had, playing that video game out of toys with Robin Williams for real yeah. in Virginia. And they built. <laughs> and they built for it the most, like... They got the Hollywood prop guys as well to use, like, more fibers, more latex than ever before and made the most realistic ever-looking puppet to install in the White House. <laughs> Like pulling his strings. You can't see the strings on TV. The little marionette strings at all. Um, they asked fucking... What's his name? The guy that did Jurassic Park and, you know, James Cameron about doing a CGI one. But uh, apparently the puppet one works a lot better in real life. People, There he is. That's why they had the screen up at uh, his inauguration because they hadn't quite finished threading it together and they thought some people might, might see it. Um, so that's what that Twitch so, is. Yeah, that, and that, so this is where the money's going. Defense contractors, puppeteers... Um, and that's why all those counties that's why all those counties are so rich <laughs> can I pra- can I try some oracle racism on you uh, I don't freaking deal with any more racism no show. it's like a mind trick it's like mindfuck racism isn't it all okay go so I'm like um, what would you say if I just say like a fact like this to you like uh, 70% of professional puppeteers are Jewish people by heritage I mean I wouldn't accept it straight on first glance but they do work in entertainment industries in creative professions a lot um, you know a strong theatre theatrical tradition and you know I can imagine yeah I can imagine they would have worked in those industries quite substantially that's fucking racist man yeah we don't have any evidence for it it is a bit but would you have been racist if I hadn't asked the question is racist that's a good question. Oh my god. 
And it looks like I'm the racist. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Trotsky. <laughs> uh, you gotta own it though. Yeah, I'm just trying to work out whether that was an actual philosophical like conundrum or just a rhetorical trick though. Yeah, I just but, I just know. stole it out of the Matrix when yeah. he knocks over the vase because she's like, watch out for the vase. Yeah. So What's like, your hey, damn self? Hey, here's some racist shit. And you're like, yeah, I can believe that. And you're like, oh, you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Try it on your friends. Do it in public. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring the openness back. The open, loving racism. <laughs> Do it with love, though. Racism with love. That's what we've come to. Thanks, baby boomers. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like keep the keep the fuck out of my country, but I love you. Well, you know. <laughs> okay, to try and salvage this, um, you know how well, okay, I'm no, playing. No, I'm fucking playing. No, Come no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm trying to salvage our planet. I'm not. How having, much do I have to laugh to convince you I'm playing? Yeah, oh. I'm not having a go at you. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to say it's to salvage our planet from its ills that you speak of and shit. Um, and we've discussed this, and, and it, it's it's quite relevant to exactly what we're talking about, but. This is from a guy called uh, Purnell, and he calls it the Iron Law of Bureaucracy. You were talking about uh, one world governments, right? Yeah. <clears throat> First, and he talks about any bureaucratic organization. First, there will be those who are devoted to the goals of the organization. Examples are dedicated classroom teachers in an educational bureaucracy, many of the engineers and launch technicians and scientists at NASA, and even some agricultural scientists and advisors. Secondly, there will be those dedicated to the organization itself. Examples are educational administrators, many professors of education, many teachers' union officials, many of the NASA headquarters staff, etc. The iron law states that in every case, the second group will gain and keep control of the organization. It will write the rules and control promotions within the organization. So when you look at stuff like the UN or even the CIA, there's people, I guess, doing what they're sort of... You know, yeah, I was talking about the ideology and stuff behind it or the personal motivation, but... Uh, there's a core group within these sort of government organizations and the organization itself has power and may not be corrupt as a whole, but the fact that there is so many people from from these questionable, questionable backgrounds mm-hmm. initially in the 60s and 50s and shit... And then to think that the whole program has just been a descendant from that kind of ideology Hmm. is fucking scary. That's why people have always portrayed up until the late 90s and before all the crazy patriotism of the 2000s, spooks were always treated like, oh my God, they're these sketchy motherfuckers that might kill you. Not always, but you know, like enemy of the estate kind of shit. Yeah. That was NSA, I guess, but... It was more that kind of thing. It was like, oh, CIA guys are sketchy. Because it came out in the fucking 90s that they did sketchy shit. It came mm. out in the 80s that they did sketchy shit. came out, you know, it just kept coming out. Mm. And then the patriotism sort of just blinded all that back to the ground. And now it's just like people are starting to realize it again. And it's like, well, yeah. That shit does happen a lot, but it's like... Yeah, if I, if I can't see it, I don't worry about it, you know? Yeah, and we can't control it. And we are still going on at least secondhand information. So it's almost like it's like, yeah, keep that shit in mind, but don't subscribe to anything. Yeah, but keep applying to get into Langley, you know? And if you listen to the show, I'm sure you're aware of how <laughs> fucking often my opinions change. Yeah. They change I, like the fucking wind. <laughs> did I, did I it's not, great, though. Did I not tell you I got an email from a guy that works at Langley at the CIA? He listens there. 
It's, yeah. part, of, it's part of his job, and he just, <laughs> you know, he has to... Keeping tabs on it. Yeah, anything that gets flagged up with anything remotely truthful kind of thing, you know, he has to listen to and wade through. I should never have put an ambler in the title of that episode. Yeah, that's, that's what got them onto it. I've been seeing laser pointers outside. <laughs> but I think I could just be high. Speaking of laser pointers, I went to flick through a magazine rack before I came here because I'm like, oh, that could be funny to buy one for the show. I'll, you know, the most ridiculous one I could, but I couldn't even see any magazines justifying that. But <laughs> man, there's a lot of people that are into buying fucking boar and pig hunting magazines. There's like <laughs> four competitors for the market and stuff. And I flicked through it and uh, yeah, I guess, I guess people go and do that out in scrubby looking Australian places. Lots of holding up the animal, showing its teeth making it like pretending to give it a Red Bull kind of thing, this dead one, like, ha, 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 look in the face. Like, um, so, yeah, good on you, everyone out there. I'm not into fucking humiliating animals, but I can... If you were, like, eating the whole thing and you're getting this sweet pork and awesome bacon and shit and you do it kind of respectfully and try to kill it quick and nice... Mm-hmm. I'm cu- I don't have a problem with... I buy fucking steaks, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, we're all... As much as I want to be like, oh, you want to like subscribe to that sort of vegan attitude of like, don't harm anything. Yeah. You're still going to walk on fucking ants. You still, you know, like there's all that sort of shit. So as long as you're respectful about it, I don't really see the problem in absorbing the life force of something from where you kind of need to get it so that you can keep on living. Like a lion doesn't give a fuck about thrashing the fuck out of an antelope. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Stop with this guilty human shit and just accept that you're in some crazy universe where a fucking, a black hole could just suck this fucking star inside it. And just like this hectic shit, it would just destroy that shit. Well, if that's the case, why not just rape and kill people? Yeah, there's two sides to everything, yeah. And if that's the case as well, why did I see you trying to shove a veal fucking steak in your asshole when I got around here tonight? That doesn't seem very respectful. It's easier to get the protein that way. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. I finally worked out yesterday after, like, fucking four months or something. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it fucking hurts today. Yeah. Was that before or after the veal in the, in the anus? You put it in before the workout. Oh, okay, the, re- the reverse foie gras. <laughs> um... But no, you know you know what I mean. I was saying be respectful about it. So Mm. as long as you're conscious of like, fuck, I have to end this life so that I can get this tasty steak. But we're not conscious that, yeah, we. So that I can be, yeah, like so I can function better by absorbing this nutrients and shit that I need to take in. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like the waves don't give a fuck about eroding the shoreline. Like there's an essence of that to it that I don't mind, but I don't like the idea of then like grabbing the pig's head and being like, I have a Red Bull, Johnny. So, like, yeah. fuck your pig. Like, I guess I don't really see that much of a problem with it because it's fucking yeah. dead. Yeah. But at the, That's end, more of a comedy at the end of the day, issue. you'd rather just be like, oh, yeah, I had to kill this thing because I want to eat it. And there's a pig problem in Australia where you're allowed to kill a bunch of fucking pigs because sure. they're a pest, right? Yeah. And if these dudes aren't going to go out there and kill these pigs and feed them Red Bull fucking post-mortem or whatever. Yeah. Then yeah. who's going to do it? Are these lefty lefty motherfuckers going to go out and give them euthanasia? Like go around in helicopters and euthanize like millions of pigs? I oh, think- I thought you meant give them euthanasia, like get guys from Jakarta to come <laughs> over and tend to them. But uh, It's easier to do that Ted Nugent shit where you just fly around in a helicopter just yeah, machine gun. We them. don't do this. We, li- <laughs> we live in Sydney, so we're sort of alienated from... But you can cross, you can like, you know, use a bow over here and shit like that. Yeah, or each time you eat a burger, go on YouTube and look at a Peter video of what a slaughterhouse looks like. You eat like. fucking steaks, don't you? Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, do you feel bad about it? No, but I think that, like... No, 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 well, hear me out. But I think at the same time, that's because 
you know, it's not really because I haven't made a principle. It's because you're dissociated. Yeah, from yeah, it. yeah. I, I, <laughs> you're an asshole. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't made any. Well, do you each time? You... I, no, I dissociate from it when I'm eating, but I've consciously thought about this shit before because I do really love animals. Yeah, there shit. are times when it puts me off and I won't eat a little bit of meat for a while. There are other times when I just get maccas without giving a second thought what I'm stuffing into my gob, right? Yeah. And that can hardly... Why doesn't anyone care about all the ants you fucking tread on? Like, oh, I didn't mean to. Because cows have eyes and they... You don't eat those ants. You just stomp in their fucking universe asleep like... Yeah, but cows have big... No they have big eyes. They have big eyes that they can look into <laughs> us. Uh, but to, like, you know, to an ant, we're just the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, yeah. And there's... The, oh, it's a fucking... It's a loveless God. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it is a cruel world and everything, but, um, you know, I'd rather be out there killing my own meat and feeding it my own Red Bull, you know, growing my own organic Red Bull to kind of, uh, like, here, here you go, Rover, like, giving it to the dog to chase it down, give him a bit of Red Bull. We're going to have to learn how to gut shit and stuff like that, though. Yeah, totally. Halal style, probably, too. So anyone that wants to take us on a, uh, pig, a con- pig country sh- podcast. A country, oh, that would be a treat, wouldn't it? And we'll slaughter our first animal together. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, live from Orkanya, it's Cones and Doe. Like, we grew up really, really left and shit, and this hurts to do, but I still eat meat, so I kind of have to do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For me, it's always been easier to harm humans than animals. <laughs> like, you sound like my sister. <laughs> Jesus. Off <laughs> to hiding from her, mate. It's female privilege for her. <laughs> No, she's muscly, and then you let it go. No, that's what I'm saying. She's get, she gets the privilege of not being punched in the face. You know? No, she gets the privilege of being muscly and pinning you down. I copped some pretty good shit. She pulled some good um, out-of-the-blue shit when we were growing up. It was cool. Like, I copped an uh, insect-repellent can, like a big one, from across the room. Like, bam, in the back in one of the ribs kind of thing. Like, god nice. damn, this bitch is on. Nice. Um, she could throw. She's good. She doesn't throw like a girl. <laughs> 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 yeah, but yeah, she'd go hard. She grew up with two older brothers, you know, so she yeah. knows how to um, how to posture and everything. But she still is she still is quite feminine, you know. So yeah, it's it's pretty hectic. Yeah, that is. I guess. I mean, you know, I would relate. I'd... But that was as kids, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's it... completely different now. Uh, it's going back a while because I didn't have as much of that because you know I did have a sister, but she died around eight in the house fire. Um, <laughs> so I never really got Jesus. to know her, know her on that level, and um. And you know, um, I wasn't. I wasn't. And Conan was never allowed to barbecue again. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's the story that was told or whatever. But maybe I've just kind of put that out of my mind. You know, I've just repressed that psychologically. Yeah, and you know, I think you're getting mixed up, aren't you? In a way, I beat her, sort of. You know, didn't you eat her in utero? That's a different story. I ate her copy of In Utero by Nirvana, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she loved Nirvana right before she died. But yeah, Eating music's so much easier these days with flash drives and fucking memory sticks. Yeah, totally. Records and fucking gramophones. Fuck. You had to have a stomach of steel back in the you know, Edison days. Get that thing down. And CDs, when I was chomping them, always played with my magnetics. Yeah, my feelings got all fucked up as well. <laughs> um, but there were some pretty crunchy grooves back then too, you know, so... <laughs> A uh, ponja made up a cool joke on the fly the other week when we were hanging out, right? Mm-hmm. And we were doing, we were watching a lot of um hip hop and probably 
like African American movies and stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. And he just turns around to me, and we we're both pretty blazed. And he's like, three words, boy, benefits." Not bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I don't really find racism that offensive when it's more like you're channeling something. But at the same time, I don't understand that other perspective and I can admit that as well. So if you're offended, just turn the shit off. Otherwise, have a good laugh. Well, mate. this ties into what I, we heard from a little, a little lemon-scented friend of ours that, uh, on Friday night when we went for a little bit of a chill. We had a discussion of a couple of these issues and uh, we just came up with like, you know, how, how would it be defended whether it's real or not? And he says, I, the one he came up with was, you know, as a public figure or whatever, in my defense, I am an actual racist. <laughs> and, you know, that, that goes, goes to what you're saying. <laughs> About honesty in public debate. <laughs> but, you know, you don't want to lean on the racism card. Well, it's all a mindfuck and a, and a trick. It's because, like, most people aren't racist if you were like one on one with someone, like most people just aren't racist, you're stuck somewhere with them. You'd have to be a pretty fucked up racist to actually give a fuck about someone just chilling in your space and neither of you are doing anything to each other. What so. if you're stuck with 12 of them in a left though? But that's what I mean. It's just like this. It's the fucking. It's, <laughs> it's the shitty part about life is that you can't describe big groups of people without generalizing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Once you do, then you can just flip that around and say you're being stereotyping someone or being racist or prejudiced or whatever the fuck you want to say. But, you know, well, I guess that makes the um, Australian Bureau of Statistics racist as fuck. Totally. I mean, you know, it's pretty... segmenting all this shit. (laughs) Like, not all white kind of men are sort of racist homophobes and shit. But, like, you know, guys like us, so it's fair enough to call them out in the media and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, on all those tests and stuff, it used to always ask us if we were Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander before you would take the test. That was, like, the first question. Yeah. I always used to get that one wrong. That's racist. Hmm. I'll tell you what was racist. <laughs> Me getting beaten by a fucking German exchange student in an English test. <laughs> at, in about like year nine or whatever, right? Keep in mind, this is a kid who used to say, you eat the pussy of your mother. That was his insult. <laughs> and I guess it was a time of my schooling career that I wasn't particularly invested because uh, despite being not really being able to speak English and stuff, he beat me pretty hardcore. <laughs> so congratulations. You really are the master race over there. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird about how how our education system is sort of about killing your imagination and dreams and just trying to make you into a good good worker and be able to repeat shit good. Yeah, they failed on both of them. I can't fucking dream or work. I've seen you work in it, though. <laughs> yeah, I can work it. But you joke it. So see Because Missy Elliott's tight. Tight how? See, like, play that backwards, man. Play that shit backwards. It sound better when you can't understand it. <laughs> when you can't. It sounds the- shitty in English. <laughs> beep beep. Who got the keys to the jeep? Yeah, that one always sort of sticks in my craw. <laughs> you said it so many times, yeah. That almost made me um. 
lose some respect for Timberland. <laughs> totally. I never had any. Bricky, 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 baby girl. Anyone named after a shoe, isn't that cool? Michael Jordan. His collabs with a liar were pretty cool, or however you fucking say it. The one that was killed by the Illuminati? Yeah. 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 And have I showed you that thing where if you play um, Rock the Boat backwards? No, I just or... completely made up. I'd never heard any Aaliyah kind of conspiracy thing before because I wanted to test to see if you knew something about it. And you did. So this is Rock the Boat backwards and it's all tripped up and satanic yeah, and fucked up. Sounds pretty coincidental to me. Oh damn! Fuck it. But yeah, the best part is this part where um, it looks like she flashes the devil horns, and it sounds like in reverse she's saying, "But you wanted Beyonce," and all this. You, shit, but right? you wanted Beyonce. Yeah. And it's way beforehand when she was the big one. Okay. And her and Dame Dash are together and shit, and then mm. she gets killed in a plane crash, and then Beyonce becomes the big star after Destiny's Child. Yeah. So it's like whoever made this is fucking genius. Just, just because for... like it's so it's so whack. I'd have to listen to it in headphones or loud to to read along and see if it's legit enough. Because I really don't at, think at it's low legit. volume. Sorry, but it doesn't things, sound really good enough. This no. is why you know this stuff. The fact we, we have a go at, we have a go at the traditional media, but this fucking video has three. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. This has three point six million views. Okay, right? So yeah, it's because of how much people loved her, though. Really. Yeah, but yeah. it's still. I mean, you know, the democratization of inter- information. <laughs> We're too irresponsible as a species to be able to deal with it. This is why the priests and the clerics always kept kept this knowledge hidden it's what america wanted no because it's because we're fucking animals disinformation state we're just reading nonsense into fucking they love it. in tea leaves i so. told you last week it's like trying to do the one the one line story yeah. like no this is the fucking narrative and america and, are yeah. like yeah just let them have everything yeah. and then okay put right. out some crazy shit as well like i'm not into the conspiracy <laughs> stuff that much but if there was one person i'd have to say is a public figure who is on the CIA NSA payroll, it would be Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, totally. Definitely. 100%, yeah. right? Oh my God. Yeah. We got, we got so much disinformation, man. Fuck. <laughs> it's so hard. I bet at the end of the show, like, buy my pills. Yeah, buy my... Does he sell pills and shit? And get like a water filter and some iodine. Well, you know, in this... You've got to fund the revolution somehow. And the CIA were using fucking drugs. And I guess Alex Jones is using vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> well, the two, the two ways to actual, you know, steel working jobs are disappearing and even white collar jobs. The two growth industries for the future seem to be like either kind of as a professional woman claim some, that someone's done you wrong and get kind of a bunch of profiles doing it that way. Or kind of do like this, like, you know, like... Uh, the truth thing like alt kind of guys aimed at guys and everything and just sell them fucking like pills and kind of uh, you know supplements and everything and that seems to be the only two real paths to career success on the internet <laughs> acting in porn maybe but you know that's where it's at testosterone and porno <laughs> even if you're a lady even if you're a lady well they um well it's funny you get that clit looking swole you mentioned last <laughs> you mentioned <laughs> Oh, fuck. I could have gone into it legitly if you hadn't done that. You, so. We were talking about evolution in like the, the Middle Eastern area of the world, okay? Or whatever the other the other day. And um, uh, the evolution of the Burqa. But Herodotus, who's often known as the first historian and was sort of a geographer, a Greek guy who, you know... Is that where the hereditary he, comes from? Uh, very well, maybe, actually. I'm not sure. But he's known as the first historian. And, uh, you know, he, he had a patchwork history taking back to Athens. Places that were closer, he'd have better oral histories and better evidence... 
once they get further away from the known world, they start getting a bit sketchier and known on like, you know, translation. Yeah. Translation. Yeah. So all these like monsters in Africa and stuff, but he <laughs> said in Babylon, which is where like Iraq and stuff's noted now that, um, every woman supposedly married women had to spend at least one night in the temple of some sort of fertility, sacred goddess. And any man that came in, he would flick a silver coin at them and they'd have to go have congress with him, sexual congress for one night before going back to their husband. Fuck yeah. Um, so, I mean, fuck, I mean, if that's what's going on, then I can see why you need to invent a uh, burqa and shit, you know? If that's what they're going to be doing. No, that's rad. But nothing would have got done. Fuck those prudish guys. Yeah, no, but nothing would have got done. What do you mean, Nothing. What would have been there? I mean, to, to You'd still be eating and sleeping and fucking. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I think Herodotus was wrong. Actually, living too. and dying, man. <laughs> Just living and dying. It's ancient Babylon, man. Get with it. Um, so that's the Babylonians, and I guess I guess they're Iraqis now, but I could be wrong. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna line up my baseball cap with a bit of tin eyes, but on the inside, so no one can tell. <laughs> bit of bit of tinfoil wrap. Um, what do they put in the fucking aluminium these days? Can't be good for you. <laughs> Fuck, I wonder what they're putting in cyanide these days. Yeah, exactly. Fucking poisonous. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's too hectic. I won't be reading that. I think, uh, I think we'll just finish off on, uh, what can we finish off on? Well, I, I just thought it was quite funny. A, a little dream story, sort of, which we've done before. But a little bit of a twist on it. Um, I was sitting up in, in bed reading and uh, my girlfriend was in bed facing over the other way and uh, I thought she was on her phone or whatever, right? Because, you know, she just turned her aside on the phone in, in bed. So after a bit, she turned back to me and she was like, that, but she was like, that Conor McGregor trans thing isn't real, right? And I thought, I assumed that she was just looking at some meme, like flicking down her Facebook page or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 like that. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. Um, I found out later that she wasn't looking at her phone. I looked over and was like, what? She didn't have that phone at all. She had just fallen asleep really quickly and had this really short dream about like Conor McGregor was announcing himself that he was going to become a woman, become a tramp. <laughs> and she woke up so it's still being sort of realistic. And, I just think I'd love it. Hmm. I think I'd love just chopping it off. So, yeah, I just thought it was some meme. But They'd no. have to let me into the women's bantamweight division. I'll beat the shit out of Ronda. Not only will they let me into the bantamweight division, they'll let me into the bantamweight bathroom. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I'm going to smash through the lavatory walls. <laughs> Only take super heavyweight shits. Connie McGregor. She was an IRA hero, I think. He is a, he's, yeah, I fucking love the guy. Yeah, it's kind of like we dusted over the fact that Nate Diaz fucking um, smoked him. That was that was rad. He took, uh, he was yeah. uh, gracious in defeat, I think. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. So but, good. Yeah, that was, I've been following Nate for a long time as well, and that was pretty dope. Like, just took it all yeah he was pretty and hardcore and then Connor sort of gassed a bit and then he choked him the fuck out it was pretty hardcore mm-hmm. but yeah we'll see what happens at 200 for the rematch UFC 200 again which is being sponsored by the Combs and Doe show fuck yeah it is be up on the side of the octagon like that fucking hardcore Henry movie or whatever <laughs> some brand penetration um well, we're gonna have some deep brand penetration yeah I'm looking into talks with some of the fighters to slip some little knuckle dusters that are just shaped like our logo into the ring <laughs> so when they're smashing them in the head and the camera faces in there'll be the little cones and dough twin ice cream cones on the forehead <laughs> and Joe Rogan will be like whoa whoa I've never seen that what is that let's all go listen to the cones and dough show <laughs> um, so yeah but we're still in talks <laughs> with uh, UFC I fly out to Vegas next week so. oh shit he kicked him in the head 
Well, it's been real for our fucking 50th anniversary show. <laughs> we were doing it in the past life. Yeah, it's number 20. I don't know 20 in enough languages, sorry, man. I know it in any languages. You could probably do one in a few. Like, oh, on. Ichi. Two. Uno. Two. <laughs> Quattro. Tinkai. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Seto. What's Tinkai? Sefo. Um, that's Portuguese. Sigter is um, uh, Korean. God damn, son. Yeah. So maybe speaking tongues really is just like um, this god shit. Oh, it's, you're channeling God, you know? Well, I'm speaking all languages. <laughs> Alright, I guess I can just do one quote and then we'll go right into your song. Um, is that the uh, neighbours who live next to us, uh, out the back of it in a little like granny flat, there's a guy a bit younger than me. That's sort of one, one might say he's a, of a, the, the hip persuasion or anything and you know, he introduces a musician but he does various stuff and I heard some sounds coming from his little studio the other day when we were out the back. And they were laughing and I could hear like a European voice talking at Bondi being like, this is a Bondi, but you know, coming from the computer, they were editing something and these guys were laughing. And so I'm just telling everyone to look out for it because they were laughing really hard. And the guy was like, dude, we've just created a fucking web series. Fuck. Do you remember one of the names from the web series? Uh, Stefan. And it was like, I'm Stefan. I'm at Bondi Beach looking at all the girls. (laughs) So, um, so, you know, they could end up being like that, um. What's that cartoon called? With the you fucking drugger. Oh, Big Kev. Yeah, yeah it could be some. Good. I doubt it'll be as good as Big Kev. But, uh, <laughs> or it's that other fucking crazy one where he's like, I'm going to get in your asshole. Oh, yeah, I, forget, I forget what that one's called. Uh, it wasn't on that level, but I'd have to say, you know, I don't want to prejudge. That's another one. People said The Godfather. The critics didn't like that in the order that the reels were first screened, so I shouldn't jump to, to conclusions. <laughs> you know, this could be the new Godfather. Yeah, I'm watching them backwards. <laughs> Still haven't got to number one yet. Yeah, fuck, I did see some shit about Beyonce, though, in there. <laughs> when Corleone says, uh, make an offer you can't refuse. Only sell the drugs to Beyonce's family. <laughs> <laughs> They're animals, they've lost their souls already. Um, but, but yeah, I got, a, um, I got the banger from the pre-show here again. So sorry to the boys if you uh, you heard that shit. Yeah, the pre-shows are a rare commodity, inner circle only, like we said earlier. So uh, it's been about a year. I don't know, we might be a little bit better. We might two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, cheers to Loomis, to uh, Maddie for dropping the guitar on this one a couple of years back. It's pretty tight. It's pretty sonically abusive, kind of, if you're not into some screamo shit or whatever. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's real. It's an original song. It's real. And um, I don't know. Well, he told me he wrote the guitar for it anyway, and I believe, my friends, as you guys, as you guys know, I'm kind of a friends fundamentalist. So what you really just, I'll believe your horse shit just because I'm your friend oh I thought it just meant you missed Joey and Ross and Rachel and all but that. I'm lying Maddie. I believe you're right <laughs> <laughs> don't start getting it's fucking tight man it's man, tight did you see that YouTube video about what he said about you behind your back when you reversed his fucking phone calls to me oh shit yeah the phone calls he was saying you're a great guy but you well, reversed them that's why I was so quiet in my late teens was because I was sitting there thinking about what I was going to say for the next 12 years oh. backwards first so that when you reverse it, I was saying that. Yeah, well, you got to start planning, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is our song. It's called... Uh, Shining in- Darkly. Yeah, in forward talk at least. So, uh, you know, find out for yourself. But this is a song about... Uh, 
<laughs> What's that a song about? And soul. The, the soul. And fucking in the car. Peace. It's been a good show. You. <sighs> and yeah, go fuck in the car. Go fuck in the car. Not my car. See you, sweet loaf. <laughs> There's a battle going on inside your mental state, son You gotta think, stack a whole bunch of chips up and stir the chicks up They get a tingle in the crotch when they wanna fix ya But fuck that, only roll when they wanna chase I'd rather decompress, depressurize all over your face Give you a taste of scores of the nutrition Take a polar order to review when I'm splooching But blue nuge Getting the slaps can hardly walk the halls Inclicative violence can take a war by the balls And now you run them off Even if they don't know it Peers paying for crimes deep down They know they owe it cause the masses blow it Yeah, the same old fucking story Collective retardation in a world of boredom Glory to the ignorant No wonder I get so fucking distant we want to be attached in this broken, outdated system It's in this broken, outdated system In this broken, outdated system As I kid, I never fold My decimated heart left a smoldering soul And now my only goal is the smoldering pole I'm in your sleep, your piercing's like a cufflink I get ingredients, freaking the girl I'm speeding it Ain't feeling it when you get crazy all up on the media Pleading my bleeding knees are like hamburger meat I'm eating it, and trees will make it seem like a dream And I can't compete with it I play the fire blade in the street And my feet gotta hold on tight I treat them all like Judas and Priest Never choke when I pack my pod